0: Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 14 years in a row
1: ranking Arizona's best referral network. Rosieonthehouse.com. Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Oh, yeah, it is. Every Arizona homeowner's happy place every Saturday morning. Here to inform, protect, and entertain you on each and every topic you have concerning your house, home, castle, or cabin. Don't even think about touching your house until you touch base with us here at Rosie on the House. And here's how you do that. You dial one 767 4348 That's one rosie R-O-S-I-E, the number four, and you. one triple eight rosie for you. I was mad at my parents for that name for the first 15 years of my life, but it did turn me into a pretty good wrestler and a real fast runner. (laughs) But I've determined in the second half of my life, I'm going to make that name pay for itself. And it's unique. It's memorable. And I hope you'll remember it because I, Rosie Romero along with the rest of the team here at Rosie on the house, have the, have the lifelong ambition of becoming every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And you're welcome to join the conversation, one 767 4348 You can join us at rosieonthehouse.com, as many people do all through the week. And many of you s- receive an email newsletter that we send out every single Thursday, and it's by subscription only. We never spam or send it to anyone who hasn't asked for it. And we're sending out about 20,000 of those every single week. And it kind of gives you a tip as to what we're going to cover on air this coming Saturday. So if it's a topic of particular interest or of concern you have at that appropriate time, you can call in early and get online. Like Larry has called in about 15 minutes ago, knew that we had Jim McLean from Canyon State Roofing coming on, and he's had a burning roofing question. So Larry, we're going to get to you here in just a minute, but let me first introduce the guests that have joined us here in studio. We've got Romy, of course, not guest, but co host here in the uh, driver's seat in the studio, they don't let me push any buttons. I just yep, 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 yep. We've got Jennifer, sweet Jennifer, my wife of 45 years. We'll take your call. She's our call screener. Get your name, your question, and we'll get you on air as quick as we can. And then we've got our programming director, Mr. Gary D., who's going to make sure all the dials are set just right. And we've got. Son number two, William, here in studio this morning as well. So, William, appreciate your attendance here in the studio. Mr. Jim McLean,
2: good morning.
1: Give us the elevator speech for Canyon State (laughs) Roofing.
2: Elevator speech, Jim McLean. Been uh, born and raised in Arizona, and uh, been a contractor for about 35 years. Uh, Back in the day, when I first started roofing, um, I dealt with some pretty unscrupulous uh, type roofers uh i decided as a contractor that i was going to change all that so we've we put together uh, a, a, a really good team um that is knowledgeable um extremely good at customer service and i i really think we're one of the best uh in arizona
1: how old is Canyon State Road?
2: So we're going on almost 30 years now.
1: That's awesome. Yep. Now, Jim, I have to tell you, I don't know how old you are, but you can look at me and you can tell how old I am. When I broke into the trades back in the 70s, um, I, I did a, a bit of work uh, with Del Webb on the tracks. You know, So I was, I was just one of those guys in nail bags. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd go out on a subdivision, and uh, I liked the concrete crew. You showed up at three o'clock in the morning, and you were driving home at ten o'clock in the morning. And you were laughing at all the, nincompoops that were up on the roof at 110 degrees. <laughs> Thinking, why, why would anyone ever go into roofing? How did you get into? Well, how did you pick roofing as your trade of your passion?
2: that now that's an interesting story and it's been told quite a few times I think I think uh, lack of brain cells back when I was that age um, so when you were at Dell Webb and doing that I was I was a, a, a laborer at that point so I was I was learning the trades so at that point it was just about money hard work Amen. amen. you could uh, stay in uh, in in um, in, in shape, so uh, for me, uh, I was in the Marine Corps, and when I got out of the Marine Corps, uh, well, let me back up. When I was in the Marine Corps, I was a heavy heavy equipment operator. So about two years, well, out, I could
1: I could dig that career. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah dig going? That. Oh, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, I could dig going? that.
2: We, and, and I loved that. I, I enjoyed it. It's every little boy's dream, right? Oh um, yeah. But I had a, a, a fork in the road when I was you know a couple of years out, and the uh, heavy equipment world was was different in that, um, you know, seniority ruled, and I was the type of person that um, uh, I I wanted more. I wanted more. I wanted to be a boss. I wanted to, you know, move on. I wanted to do better things. And so I had an opportunity to go to work for a a roofing company, a big roofing company in the Valley, and um, spent some time there. And I quickly decided that, listen, with heavy equipment, and I could be a little bit wrong at this point, but um, with heavy equipment, you were limited. In in jobs, you know, uh, okay. it, 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 roads aren't reoccurring necessarily. <laughs> well, they are at yeah. this point. Here we are, 50 years later. Um, but roofs are definitely reoccurring. Definitely. Um, so I I started in that, and I started realizing that um, again. Back to um, I, I wanted to be a roofing contractor uh, at a very young age, but then I wanted to be a better roofing contractor because, like again, I ran into some pretty unscrupulous type. Um, and and I and and I also met some very very good uh, roofing contractors roofing you know people, and 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 I wanted to 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 be them or better.
1: And introduce your special guest.
2: This is my special guest. This is Robin Charland. Uh, she's the 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 heart of the 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 office, and and she'll be the first one that you talk to if you call. Uh, for the um, most part. For, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if she's. She's not chasing a baby around or, yeah, or, yeah. or something like that but yeah no, normal working hours uh, you'll normally get a hold of robin and 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 part of our team uh probably one of the best parts of our team is is robin because um i've always felt like uh when a customer calls in and uh, they need information uh it's nice to start at the person the first person that you talk to um, robin's extremely knowledgeable um she's learned a lot about roofing over the last t- 13 years we've known each other and um it, she's 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 the starting point in in the in the process
1: great job robin on helping us with the roofing article included in this week's email newsletter thank you for all your contributions to that
3: my pleasure
1: all right uh i tell people that now's the time to call in one triple eight seven six seven forty three forty eight if you've got any roofing question or concern Now's the time to call. Jim McLean of Canyon State Roofing is in with Miss Robin to answer your question. And we're going to give you a few tips on dissecting any roofing proposal you may be entertaining in the near future. We're going to give you the tricks of the trade to find out how you know you've got the right proposal. Let's bring Larry into the conversation. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet you, bud. Thanks for. Uh, being up early and ringing in quick, you must have a burning roofing question.
0: (laughs) I do, in fact. Okay. Uh, We've got a roof, a flat roof. It's about 25 years old. We bought the house new in uh, 98, and we've had it recoated every four or five years. Uh, Now the the roof needs to be ripped off the whole thing, all the foam, everything. It's damaged from hail and sun and whatever. Anyway, we've got uh, three quotes from... Some of your partners and okay. one of the options that one of them had is in addition to the foam and the coating take the foam and the coating up to the top of the parapet and that adds about another you know 10 percent of the cost of the the estimate i'm curious you had, i'd mentioned or excuse me i had remembered that you had said something a long time ago in on one of the shows i listen to you every week about something about the elastomeric paint and i was curious if that if that was a good idea or a bad idea
1: okay that that's a great question It's a loaded question uh, Jim you want to take it first I, I would still well, have a lot more questions to ask but you go ahead and on top of taking it let's back up for anybody listening a lot of new people come in here some people not, may not even know what a parapet is Okay. Let's, let's let's explain what type of roof Good uh, he has to begin with. Good call.
2: All right. So so we've got multiple types of roofs. You see the tile roofs, which are pitch roofs. You got shingle roofs, and, and and those are all in the steep slope category. Then then you've got the low slope uh, roofs, which are which are predominantly flat. We'll call them flat. They have a very very small rise, usually a one to maybe two tw- two inch rise in a twelve inch Span, I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. Um, so it's a very low pitch, very very low pitch. So so we're limited on materials that we can use on those um, on on those types of roofs, and foam is is one of them. Um, uh, it, it, I, I guess let me back up. I think I would I would offer this to Larry that somebody take a look at it, and foam <laughs> theoretically should last almost forever if it's been taken care of at all but it was
3: damaged by hail he said
2: even even damaged by hail depending on the amount um sometimes we can take a look at that and sometimes it can be maybe a major restoration but let's assume that you have to have to refoam it um a parapet wall so you have a flat roof you have penetrations you have air conditioners you've got pipes and things like that but a parapet wall is a is a vertical wall usually on the outside of the house um typical construction, it's going to be two, three feet tall. Um, and that wall is, um, is a, is a termination point for the, for the, for the roof. It's also uh, usually a load bearing type situation. It's the outside wall of the, uh, of the, of the building of the structure. Um, oftentimes it is a better deal to run the foam and the coating up to the top and outside of the wall. A lot might depend Larry on whether that wall is is um, is a block wall or, yeah. or if it's and, and we've had this conversation there's there's lawsuits there's all kinds of crazy stuff there's a lot of detail in this. If it's a block wall, um, yes you can go up you can terminate it and spray the spray coating and foam. If it's a, if it's a, um, a um, stucco wall or a drive it wall uh, framed. a framed wall, then um,
1: we call them silly sticks and stucco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: then that may not be the best way to do it. Um,
1: Larry, I'm gonna stop you right there, Larry. You stay tuned. You've been very patient to air your question, and this question goes deep, and we're gonna have to cover it deep, and and we've just scratched the surface. When mm-hmm. we get back, we'll finish answering Larry's question, and then we have Miss Patty with a question as well, right here at Rosie on the House with Jim McLean of Canyon State Roofing, and of course Miss Robin. The only place I
2: know where you wish to make it so here it is. Up on the roof. <laughs>
1: there it is. Well done. <laughs> I love it. Welcome back, Arizona Homeowners. You are in every Arizona homeowner's happy place. And one of the unique architectural features of the Southwest is uh, we have this thing that occasionally occurs called a flat roof, which actually isn't perfectly flat, although I've seen many that were built intentionally, purposely flat uh, back in the 60s when we had a lot of newcoming contractors in the 50s. Uh, they were stationed here in World War II. They decided to come out here and, and be a builder. They knew it never rained out here, so they thought they could get away building flat roofs. Exactly. And uh, they never put any parapets. It was just, hey, if I build a flat. It's going to run off somewhere sooner or later.
2: Sun City. Sun <laughs> yeah, City, Sun, Sun, City Sun, was notorious for it.
1: Sun City is filled with, mm-hmm. with literally flat roofs. So Larry's question is, he's got a couple proposals on a home that was built in 1998. Foam flat roof that's now lived its economic life ready to be replaced. And he's got a couple uh, uh, proposals of differing opinions about what to do on the backside of the parapet. With that... Summary, I'm going to turn it back over to Jim McClain of Canyon State Roofing, and I think Jim and I both have very strong opinions on this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we do, and, and, and this, is a, this is a detail that um, I've run into, uh, or maybe, depending on, on what, what exactly is going on, um, on apartment complexes where uh, people are trying to save a little bit of money. Uh, it seems convenient because foam is um, considered uh, self-flashing in some ways. Um, it, it it sticks to everything. So theoretically, even, even the cars in the even driveway. the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I say its strengths are its weaknesses yeah. because it's it, 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 it's strong, but it's weak because of just one little breeze it'll trash a whole car. Oh, yeah. So um, anyway, I guess I guess the, the 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 crux of the conversation, Larry, is is do you know if um, if if there's a solid flashing that goes up the inside of the wall, or if there might be a a metal reglet or a metal flashing or counter flashing halfway down or maybe eight inches off of the let's, rough surface.
1: Let's assume that's cause a ninety-eight vintage, I believe it's gonna be a wrap drop to a drip edge existing out on top of the cant strip so let's assume it's that second scenario you just painted
2: so if that's the case if that if that's the case what you're what you're doing if they foam up to the outside top of the um, parapet wall or even the inside top of the parapet wall they're they're trapping water basically they're not allowing the wall um, the inside of the wall, the the parts that that most people don't see or understand, uh, you're not allowing it to weep water the way it should.
1: And stucco will always weep water.
2: Stucco always—it's a sponge. It's it's meant to. It's yeah. designed to. There's a waterproofing system that's underneath that 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 weeps that water out through a series of 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 flashings, metal flashings that are placed perfectly um, to the point where when these houses are built, if it's done properly, there's there's inspections that are done for that reason before the stucco goes on because it, it's almost 100% watertight before the stucco even goes on. And this is where life lessons come in and sometimes they're expensive. I
1: was responsible for a couple of these applications back in the early 2000s. These homes were aged out at 15, 20 years and it seemed to be the logical thing. Well, let's take the foam right up the back of the parapet, bury that reglet. Mm-hmm. No water is going to get in there anyway if we maintain the elastomeric coating on the roof. Uh, and that was a huge mistake. Never cover that drain reglet on the backside of your parrot.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, don't and that's don't the, we
1: have a class action lawsuit on the,
2: that? There's multiple class action lawsuits, and and, and I was just getting. To, oh, I'll try to make it really really quick. You need to. I've lost. <laughs> I've 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 lost large jobs, large proposals because I said I would not do that, and really? other contractors said, Oh no, this will okay. work. Yeah. Okay, real quick. What? Sh- how should that roof be recoded? So um, if, if that's the case. How do you get
1: back underneath that with your foam and, and your elastomeric coating?
2: Unfortunately, it gets a little more pricey because the, the only right way to do it is you're going to do a saw cut and yeah. you're going to cut that stucco <laughs> out of there. And then you're going to pull all that out. You're going to get to that waterproofing uh, world underneath there. You're going to make it all waterproof, put the right flashings in, and then you're going to foam up to that.
1: And stucco repair back.
2: And then stucco down back over the top of it. And then paint. And then paint. That's the correct way to do it.
1: Yeah. So, Larry, I hope that answers your question. And I'm glad you were patient and uh, waited to get that question on air because it is an extremely important question for all of you that have, quote, unquote, flat roofs that are foamed and are ready to be recoated with foam don't let the foam roofing contractor cover the backside of the paraffin if it has a drip reglet and your home is sticks and stucco that's a that that's a major problem in the long term we're gonna have to go on a little break here for bottom of the hour news when we get back we've got patty and we've got jack and we haven't even gotten to our our article how we're gonna teach people the the, the right way to pick a roofer contractor hey, listen,
2: let's answer the questions first and then i guess the rest will, will squeeze in all right
1: folks it's rosie on the house we're here with special guest jim mclean and miss robin uh of canyon state roofing answering any question you have and giving you a tip or two on how to pick that right roofing proposal and the right roofing contractor for your roof at your house Welcome back, Rosie on the House. Talking roofing today. Probably one of the more important components of any house, home, castle, or cabin. Without the roof, you don't got much else for very long. So the roof is a critical component. Let's um, let's bring Patty on. She's been very patiently waiting. Uh, Miss Patty, thank you for calling Rosie on the House. Oh. I just want
3: to give a shout out to Jim and Robin because I used them to replace my roof about three
0: years ago, and I just couldn't be happier. I interviewed other contractors and was pretty disappointed and
3: disgusted, and they did a great job. It was wonderful customer service and a wonderful price, so I want to make sure the Valley knows they well, Robin, what do you what do you, you got to say about that? I remember you. <laughs> it's good to hear your voice i thought you might because i called you a million times <laughs> no, thank you for the shout out it's good guys, to hear from doing you a great, yeah you guys you're doing a great job and i want people to know so oh thank you it's hey. our pleasure Thanks, I wish you the best.
2: thank you thank you thank you happy mother's day
1: now let's let's talk about canyon state just a, a minute because some of the roofers on our website have, have been there for years and years and years and you're, you're one of our newer roofers but i want to tell people how you got there um, a lot of our other roofers don't regularly do metal roofs. And so I went to all my Rosie Certified roofers, and I said, guys, we're getting a lot of homeowners that are, are, are requesting metal roofs, and none of y'all do it as a regular staple of your business. Who would you recommend? Three of the Rosie Certified roofers said, well, you better call Jim at Kenyon State. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, that's great. So we did. Yeah. and uh, y'all, y'all y'all do a lot of metal roofing but and I'm thankful for that because we, we have we we get a lot more requests for that than we did 10 years ago for mm-hmm. sure yeah. so thank you for being a part of that uh, you made it through the vetting process you did uh, you've been a great addition to the team thank you uh, but y'all do more than
2: metal roofing we we do yeah i um, metal roofing is is the for me for me it's the fun part of it it's, uh, it's, it's fun, it's artistic, it's, 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 it's different, you know. So not only can you
1: be up on a roof sweating, yeah. dying, yeah. but you can be bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Jim, uh, uh, Robin, yeah. I don't know how I you know, ended I up know. with this. Well,
2: uh, you remember what I said about the brain cells many, many years ago? Well, I, I, mean, I don't know. But, yeah, no, we, 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 we love doing the metal roofs. Yeah. Um, and, and just because of the sheer numbers. Um, we do hundreds of tile, um, re-rosa every year, obviously shingles. We do it all. I'm, I am a true journeyman, and, and my superintendent's a true, true journeyman. We can tackle anything. Um, um, and, and, again, we know the details of it. We don't just throw it on there.
1: All right. Well, Patty called to compliment y'all. Why don't, Miss Robin, why don't you give the phone number? People should call if they're considering getting a roofing quote.
3: So Canyon State Roofing's number is 602-400-1635, and almost all of the time, you'll, you'll, you'll get me right off the bat.
1: Very good. Well, we've got Jack and Deb on hold, but Jack, you're next. But let me, just, let me just go into our article a little bit about what we wrote about concerning a roofing contract. What talking points about the contract, Jim, could you kind of tutor our homeowners to what to be looking for?
2: Yeah, it goes pretty deep. Robin, you want to you wanna touch base?
3: Um, so I think one of the biggest things that I see when I'm looking at uh, when people call me and they're comparing their quotes yeah. is um, they'll say, okay, so they're saying that they're going to put on two layers of underlayment. Well, who's the manufacturer? What type of a warranty are you going to get? Have you seen a copy of that warranty? Read it through. So that's number one is is who's the manufacturer and what is the specific name of the material? Okay. And then get a copy of that. Um, is the warranty transferable? Um, are they using all new components, all new metal, all new flashings, all new vents? Um, uh, what else is that? There? That's critical. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, gosh, what other... Um,
1: components about, of, a, of about, a contract how about expiration dates of different components
2: oh absolutely yeah i mean it, and, and and it does go a little bit deep and i mean every roofing um uh system has has different di- different you know different things about it. i mean for example back to larry in the in the foam um, often we get we do a lot of recoats right and and the we have a customer that says well you know, oh, i'm looking at this one and it says well we're going to recoat it, and it's got a 10-year warranty and that's all it says Okay, well, there's there's a huge uh, variation in in the quality of 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 elastomerics. Um, I'm not a, a fan of going down to Home Depot and picking up a bucket of, of okay. coating. Okay. Um, we've done a lot of research and, and we use high grade coatings, right um, the, the spit the, the mills, the amount of material that goes on that flat foam or the the recoat. Um, the how many passes they're going to do? Are they going to squeeze it all in one pass? It's um, quicker. If well, it is quicker, and that's <laughs> and, and, and that's where people like possibly Larry got to where he is to have to replace his roof because you get roofing contractors that come in. They're in a hurry. They put one coat on three gallons, and and it 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 it. it, it it um, it alligators it cracks it, it, cracks, it just it, it it and then you need a new roof, um, and but every roofing system has different parts that you have to look at. But but with those, if if it's not spelled out in the contract, then you literally don't know what you're going to get. If, <clears throat> um, uh, well, both shingles and tile, for example, um, they say they're going to install the. They don't say anything about um, taking off the old underlayment. That's a huge part of what, uh, my, my opinion, I mean, there, obviously people differ in that opinion, but we need to get that old underlayment off so we can see the plywood. Yeah. This is hopefully the last time you'll ever have to do your roof, so let's replace the bad wood, any rotted wood at that point, and the only way you're going to do that is, is remove that underlayment. That needs to be spelled out in those contracts.
1: I agree. I really do. All right. Let's go to Jack, who's been patiently on hold, has a question about uh, another roofing job that was recently completed in his house. Mr. Jack, good morning. Hi. How are you? Good. I can hear you just fine. Good. Okay, great. Uh, I recently, here within the last
0: week, had my roof redone. Did the underlay, put the old uh, cement piles back on the roof. And the roof, the house is 23 years old. It's about oh, almost 2,700 square feet, single story, um, and the the roof from the man, you know, was manufactured at 23 vents in the roof, and uh, so when the new roof was put on, uh, I went up in the attic actually this morning, and I wanted to make sure the AC units were clean because I know dirt's going to fall down on them, and so on and so forth. So I uh, went up and cleaned. The AC units out, the drip pans, checked all the lines and so on. And I noticed that several vents were not in place. That was you know there were up on the peak. I saw there were six vents that used to be there that aren't there anymore. Okay. So basically, my my basic question is, uh, is that an issue? Because I had so many vents and now I don't. As far as keeping the attic cool and the units in the attic cool and so on and so forth and another part of that question is let's say I sell the house and whenever and they, they do doing a home inspection and they they notice that there's not as many vents up there if they they would okay. notice okay. Uh, and is that going to be a problem
1: very very fair question 2700 square feet originally built and constructed with 23 vents um my first reaction is we may have been a little over vented that's my first reaction but there's there's a way you can determine that
2: there is and i guess there's there's a couple parts to that the one part is is if they eliminated those vents did they do it properly so in other words did they did they did they put new plywood over that area was that plywood done um, correctly? I mean, I, I typically always span three rafters. I don't go from, you know, uh, put a 16-inch piece. Um, to just put a put a, a the, drywall patch. Right, right. And I mean, I
1: about, uh, a plywood,
2: plywood, plywood patch. Yeah, yeah we don't want to span that. So that's the one part of it. The second part of it is is we uh, most roofing contractors, unless they're an energy specialist and they know it off the top of their head, we use calculators um from uh, Lamanco or O'Hagan, those are two um, uh, of the bigger um, uh, attic vent ventilation um, manufacturers uh larry or larry no jack jack Jack. you you can actually and i tried to do it and i'm not able to do it in a in a quick amount of time at the studio but um you can go um to to one of those calculators and you can just plug in some basic information say your house is 2700 square feet um how many vents is is required and 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 you can do that yourself and kind of answer that question but there's also the other part of it is is are there existing dormer vents on your house, because that's part of the calculation. Um, yeah, it it seems like you were a little heavy. I would agree with Rosie. Um, Just intuitively, yeah, yeah. That's
1: one every hundred square feet, maybe one every one hundred and fifty. And in my head, I am like one about every three three fifty.
2: And and that's and that's the code is yeah. is is three. Th- I think it's three hundred and sixty okay. is is the, is the number. So, um, but but that calculator is is probably the easiest way to do it. Um, the other thing you have to take into consideration is intake and and um, um, exhaust. So um, if if the, the the, the, an optimum ventilation system is going to have <clears throat> intake, which could be um, vents on the roof. It could be soffit vents uh, of, of a multitude of different kinds. Um, that's the intake. And then you have the exhaust. Now, the exhaust is usually at the higher end of the roof, and that could be a vent. It could be a turbine. It could be a ridge vent. So without knowing all that, it's kind of hard to answer the question. Uh, but I think your basic numbers could be answered by uh, by doing that calculation. And the
1: two manufacturer websites.
2: Uh, I would just type in O'Hagan roof yeah. vents. Okay. Uh, and Lamanco. Okay. O- O'Hagan's probably the easiest. Lamanco, I pulled up and there they, they they want you to spell out the types of vents. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Go to I think O'Hagan's probably the easiest one.
1: Very good. We've got another caller uh, who'd like to talk about patio roofs. Let's bring line one on. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Rosie? Good, good. I'm a long time listener, first time caller. Thanks for calling. Because,
0: uh, I've got a house that's built in 1912 yes. that's on the oh, Tempe yeah. Scottsdale border, yes. and it's got a patio that we added. It's tw- 10 feet wide and 30 feet long. It's got about a six inch uh, drop in those 10 feet. I've had three or four uh, roofers come out, and I've got three or four different uh, proposals about what to do. And I'm asking this question on a 10 foot uh, long pa- uh, wide patio with a six inch drop.
1: Can I put shingles on that? I'm calculating that about a half inch a foot.
2: Yeah, that, I think the answer is no. No, Shingles no. asphalt shingles. Um, you can go as low as a two twelve. Um, OK, so here's here's the rule. Um, again, long-winded. Between <laughs> two and three twelve, it's uh, you have to have two layers of an underlayment or a monolithic underlayment. Above three twelve, you can you can shingle it. Uh, below two twelve, the answer is no. You need a a monolithic system. So so rolled roofing or foam or, or whatever. Okay, so
1: we've got a house built. What do you say, nineteen twenty ni- one? No, 12. nineteen 12. 12, Okay. 12. Um, so uh, we're gonna re-roof just the patio. How about the critical joint where it ties into the existing roof? What are we going to do there?
2: Well, and that's going to – and, 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 and the, it depends. Again, it depends. It, it, does it tie um, – I'm sorry, I forgot the name. Does that's it, okay. Does it tie into a wall or does it tie into a – Oh, that's a, a great point. Into a roofing system?
1: Yeah, because if it ties into a roofing system, how are we going to get the new roof under it uh, needs to go uh, under the
2: existing roof again and then, and then we have to take into consideration the age of that that pitched roofing system uh, are we even able to do it is it even is it is it smart to even do that or should we re-roof that section as well
1: okay daniel i hope that helps longtime listener in a 1912 home uh you live in a home that old, you ought to be calling in a lot more often.
2: <laughs> well, have it, give us a call. I'll yep. come on and take a look at it. I'd love to work on 1912 Home. Those, those are cool. Very good. And what number would he call? 602-400-1635.
1: All right. One of the things we're talking about in our article is how to sort out the good from the bad in the roofing quotes. We're going to cover that real quick when we get back. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back. Oh, I'm Jamie Whitlock, the owner of Integrity Air Conditioning and Heating. Happy Mother's Day from Rosie on the House. You know, we have failed to mention Mother's Day weekend, special edition of Rosie on the House. So, Jamie of uh, Integrity Air, thanks for reminding us. You know, the other thing we haven't mentioned is we haven't tipped our hat to Al McCoy. Mm. We're going we're gonna to have to do that. Uh we're we're saluting al mccoy on mother's day he retired oh all that at 51 (laughs) years all right we're here with canyon state roofing and we wanted to give you all a few tips on sorting uh roofing quotes that you may be getting here just ahead of the monsoon season i'm gonna turn it over to robin of canyon state roofing robin what are some of the tips homeowners can be looking for sorting out the the good the better and the best how do we start that
3: I think when you're narrowing down your selection of roofers, it's just going to depend on what type of a roof that you have. Um, obviously, a rosy certified contractor um, is important, but also you don't want a contractor that mostly works in shingles to be working on your tile roof. Um, so questions to ask are looking for some of the organizations Um That they're certified in. So if you have a tile roof, a good um, reference would be the Tile Roofing Institute. Um, You can look them up at TileRoofing.org and see if they're certified. And that just means that they've been through a formal training on the proper way to install a tile roof. Um, If you have a metal roof or if you're looking to install a metal roof, um, looking for somebody that belongs to the Metal Roofing Alliance would be a good tip um arca the arizona roofing contractors association finding out if your contractor is um, a member of them or the national roofing contractors association or even the western states roofing contractors association are all good organizations and just prove that your rougher is devoted to their industry um they're uh, volunteers in our industry they're um interested in making our industry better every day as time goes on
1: and they've they've gone through the training and to they've earn gone through the, the certification
3: right right so that would be another question is is the crew is important too so um asking you know how much experience the crew that your contractor is going to be putting on that roof has in your particular situation so are they um, subcontracted are they subcontracted that's a
1: Well, here at Rosie on the House, we like to look ahead. So we like to have roofers on uh, about six to eight weeks before the roofing season, which we call the monsoon season. Jim, you got any words of advice for people that may – we've got a caller here that's got a 1987 tile roof. It's original. It's never been touched. Uh, Why don't you talk just a bit, and I mean just a little bit, about – maintenance and pre-monsoon prep
2: okay so um i'll uh, for example um if a roof is is 20 years old uh or older we we probably need to look at it and um we can decide um whether uh, a good maintenance program can extend the life a little bit uh 20 years is kind of the tipping point though Um, roofs that have been replaced and we'll talk we'll say tile roofs that have been replaced in the say the last 10 years should have had some upgraded materials some upgraded installation techniques so so a maintenance program is something that's going to take it to the 30 40 50 year marks right Um, without that maintenance program even on the newer roofs there, you're going to have some failures. You want to check for broken tiles. You want to check for uh, tile that maybe has slipped out of place. Um, there's there's things that happen. Wind storms came along. We had a perfectly beautiful install on a roof that was done three years ago. Customer called. He said, "Hey man, I got a bunch of uh, tile that, that looks like they they, they 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 was ruffled. They just picked up and moved." And and it was a simple. It was a storm came through and just kind of sucked them up, moved them around, um, and we went out there put them back into place. He'll likely never ever ever have a problem. Um, but with the nailing patterns of, of tile, that's what happens. So, so maintenance on that, on 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 your low slope roofs, um, your uh, w- whether it's foam or built up roofs, that, uh, you know, there's things that we can do that can pro- prolong these roofs. Now that said, don't don't. Please don't expect us to to take a twenty five year old roof and thirty uh, year old roof in, in most cases and, and and you know make it you know make it last. No magic wand. Yeah, no magic wands, and we don't we, we don't take chances. We don't take chances with the, you know the experience and knowledge. We don't we we don't push it. How would someone get a hold of you? Call us at six zero two four zero zero one six three five, or you can go to our website.
3: CanyonStateRoofs.com
2: Alright, we've
1: got Rob that wants to talk about 1987 tile roof. Rob, call that number. They'll come out and take a look at your roof. Bonnie wants to know how to to uh, uh, prepare a build-up roof on a park model home. Bonnie, we're going to take your question off air. And Tom wants to know, why don't we have aluminum fascia and soffits? We do. We do. You just need to know who to call. That's right. All right. <laughs> Jim and Robin, thanks so much for coming in and talking roofing this past hour. Open hour right after this.